another exciting week in the cabin in Crapper Creek and Manor Reloaded. Lovely Maria talks about women thinking about sex. Apparently, they do it more than we knew. Also, Idiot of the Day with Evans. Glenner's Life Goal Tips. We're going to look at things and find out if they are or are not an actual sex act. We've got Santa Claus on the show. The Santa Claus. That's his real name. And believe it or not, he's running for Congress for the state of Alaska. And we play Yes or BS with him. Plus your nerd news, foodie roundup, shower thoughts, and quality stupidity. All this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. Uh, Now, the other day we mentioned a list that came out about accomplishments Americans hope to achieve in 2022. It was like traveling, uh, going to more events, concerts, weddings, even uh, just things that we want to do, you know, more than just like clean out the garage or something. A lot of folks just couldn't think of any. I was asking folks, well, what do you, what do you want to accomplish this year? And there was like lots of, people didn't know. So let me help you out with some suggestions. Some easy but fulfilling life goals for people who just can't think of any. How about this? How about just get more sleep? having trouble maybe try nagging mike tyson on a long airline flight oh learn a skill that will exponentially enrich your life like siphoning gasoline good alphabetize your opioids there's an afternoon here here you go start keeping a diary that's a good way to help it's kind of a fulfilling goal Now, if your life just isn't interesting enough, simply follow a stranger and stalk them every minute of the day and keep a diary of their life. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. Oh, make sure to eat more plants and then smoke the rest, but more plants. Oh, you can buy a parrot, teach it to curse, put it on TikTok and watch the views explode. In other words, simply take advantage of our broken society. Start a charity for people in need. Like employees of the now-defunct CNN Plus. Maybe grow a mustache. And I'm not just talking about the ladies of Esther. You too, fellas. Try visiting someplace exciting and different and new. By simply dropping acid. You don't even need a plane ticket. Finally, you can pursue your passions. Really. Unless your passion is to date Johnny Depp or Amber Heard, then I would suggest not pursuing those passions. Maybe find a different passion. Some tips. <laughs> From the cabin of Crapper Creek, 95 down on. Hey, Glenner with you. You know, we always love having great guests, great Alaskan guests. People that just do great in, in Alaska. Well, it's harder to top this one. Uh, joining me. And I just want to say it in context because it sounds so cool. Running for Congress, Santa Claus is with us today. Santa, good to have you with us. Thanks so much for having me on. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, uh, I was so excited. And when I saw your name on the Alaska ballot, it just brought much joy. Now, I have a, a number of friends that are on that ballot. There's, what, 51 running for this seat? Oh, 48 now. No, 48 now? A mm-hmm. couple have dropped? Okay. Well, that's probably, yeah, we, we kind of saw that coming. Uh, and of course, you're a real grassroots effort. Now, for those of you that don't know, Santa Claus, his real name, yes, it's Santa Claus. It's on there. It's the real deal. You are Santa. You've got, you're Santa. I mean, you're, you're, you're even really the red shirt. Did you have to go that far today? But I, I like it. I like it. And he's Santa Claus. 
Uh, you, you know, uh, how many kids have sat on your lap, Santa, over the years? I mean, literally. Quite a few, but I spend most of my time with adults, with legislators. Yeah, right. Of course. Also, as you know, Santa, member of the North Pole City Council in North Pole, Alaska. And everybody knew that. But a lot of you may not know the background. You actually did radio in the Virgin Islands. You are just telling me this many, many years ago. Yeah, 60 years ago, I had a little show in the U.S. Virgin Islands. It's <laughs> kind of fun. It was very late at night. And I uh, used to have a nice little sign off saying this is my old name, thanking you for turning me on. <laughs> thanks for your company. If you're home, if you're in your car, thanks for the ride. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs> Santa Claus. Now, of course, you are Santa, but before or uh, maybe after that, you lived on, you did some uh, law enforcement work on the East Coast. Tell us about your background because a lot of people go, okay, here's this guy. He's on the North Pole City Council. Um, his name is Santa Claus. Uh, kids love him. He is Santa. It's a home of Santa, North Pole. But what you used to do, give me your list. It was pretty impressive. Well, long before my Santa years, I was special assistant to the deputy police commissioner of New York City, <laughs> was a member of the Federal Emergency Management Agency's National Defense Executive Reserve while I was director of the Terrorism Research and Communications Center, <laughs> also chief of safety and security, U.S. Virgin Islands Port Authority, um, public safety emergency response chaplain, taught at universities, colleges, et cetera. Wow. So uh, I think it's safe to say... Instead of bringing you uh, coal, Santa could literally snap your neck in your sleep. Literally snap your neck in your well, sleep. He wouldn't. He no, wouldn't. I wouldn't do it, but no. funny you should mention it, because when I was working my way through <laughs> undergraduate school, I was a bouncer in New York City. Santa Claus was yeah. a bouncer. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, you were, of course, obviously, this was before. When you became Santa, was this more so because you've been Santa Claus, legally Santa Claus for how long? Uh, since 2005. All right. So you've been Santa for a long time. And was it just your joy? What led you to that path? Well, I was doing a lot of child advocacy. Uh, part of what I noticed during my law enforcement, public safety stuff was a lot of children falling through the cracks. So I was all in it for child health, safety and welfare. And when I went through um, college, my video stuff at New York University led me to that first job, setting up the first uh, video unit in a law enforcement agency in the United States. And um, anyway, I, I developed this heart for children. So when I moved up to Lake Tahoe, I was still doing child advocacy, and I grew out my beard for fun. And as you can see, yeah. the audience can't. Oh, my. It, no, it's, it's, your, it's Santa's beard, Santa's face, Santa's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, everybody that pictures Santa Claus pictures your face. Your so, nose isn't quite red enough, no, but it's not, not quite. <laughs> um, when I got up to Lake Tahoe, I was still doing child advocacy. And when I grew out my beard, a lot of people said, oh, you're going to do the Santa thing this Christmas. So um, I did for a lot of nonprofit organizations and had fun with it. It was well received. And then that uh, February... I, I'm also a monk in real life. You're so, a monk. Yeah. So, so you worked for the law enforcement. You yeah. worked for FEMA, emergency relief. You were a bouncer, a DJ, and a monk. Yeah, you have to have a balance in life. So anyway, <laughs> I was doing my monk <laughs> prayers and stuff, asking what I should do with this appearance. How can I help the greatest number of children? So I was walking up in the snow over to the post office, and this white uh, nondescript car came up towards me in the road in the winter, and its windows were open. So I kind of glanced over it, couldn't see who was driving. And right after I finished my prayer, this male voice from the car said, Santa, I love you. And the car just left. I never <laughs> knew who said it. So the next day, I, I took it to heart. I figured it's a sign. And uh, I went ahead and went through the process for legally changing my name. So, by And you time, became Santa Claus. And what a great way because there's one 
figure on earth that uh, even the, the most closed-in child will open up to. It's Santa Claus. Yep. It's a it brilliant is. idea. Thank you. Well, plus, it was helping with child advocacy because I could call up state and federal legislators and say, hey, this is Santa Claus. Would you help me with this bill that I'm trying to get through? Or would you co-sponsor or whatever? And I figured, well, I was having success with that. So I figured, well, what if it were Santa Claus from North Pole instead of Lake Tahoe? So there I looked we into go. North Pole, and that's how I moved up here to make a long story short. So you, because it was inevitable, Santa has to go to North Pole. And we're lucky to have him uh, talking with Santa Claus, of course, uh, city council uh, in North Pole, but more importantly, now running for uh, Don Young's uh, seat, which is a big one. We're going to talk to him more coming up right after this. Hey, this is all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. It's time for the Crumpa Creek Wild News Report. All right. And I've got your headlines for this week. Here we go from the cabin of Crapper Creek. Glenn, report. In the news, the U.S. is recycling only 5% of our plastic waste. That's horrible. 5% after all this means the rest of it goes into oceans and landfills and Courtney Cox's face. So sad. Very sad. Elsewhere, the Taliban says Afghani women have to cover their faces. Well, you know, I, for one, I'm kind of happy to see the Taliban taking COVID so seriously. Good for them. Thanks, Joe. Good call pulling all the troops out. I'm sure the ladies of Afghanistan thank you. Millions of people are still suffering from long COVID. FYI, by the way, anyone listening? I, officially claiming long COVID is my porn name. I got dibs. Meanwhile, Australian scientists have discovered a new type of venomous jellyfish. Are you shitting me? Really? Yeah, because there's just not already enough animals in that country that desperately want to fucking kill you. They've added a new one. Way to go, Australia. Scientists uh, also say astronauts' brains change in space. Mike Pence calls it more proof men belong nowhere near Uranus. Thanks, Mike. Boeing is moving their headquarters out of Chicago. I think the fact the CEO was shot while making the announcement, probably the reason why. British doctor says men who masturbate, quote, non-stop, unquote, can lose their hair. And probably some flesh. What do you mean non-stop? What does that mean? Yeah, also you'll lose your job if you work in an office. What do you mean non-stop? Where did they, who did they do this study? Oh, Louis C.K. They probably did the study with Louis C.K. That, see, that would make, that would actually make sense. And finally, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, doctors are reporting that she's having episodic mobility problems. Ah, sadly, you know, this is pretty much going to mean the end of her TikTok twerking videos, which I have come to thoroughly enjoy. This has been the Crumpet Creek World News Report. From the farthest North Rock station in the world... It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. And we're back with Santa Claus here in the cabin of Crapper Creek, Alaska, uh, running for Congress. And not only that, though, one of the men that helped bring uh, legalized weed to North Pole. So uh, if that's not enough. All right. Uh, Santa Claus with us. Good luck in the uh, upcoming election. But before I let you go, it's time to play a game with Santa. It's a game we play. I've played with uh, uh, the governor. I've played with the mayor. 
It's time to play with Santa Claus. It's a game we call Yes or BS, and we've got the Santa Claus edition right now. Hold on. Here we go. And now it's time for Yes. Yes. Yes! 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 Or BS. It's just an endless cycle of bullshit. Okay. Here we go. All right. Uh, time to get down to it. Here's how it works, uh, Santa. I've got just five questions, yes or BS, about Santa Claus. Either true or false. Here's the first. And these would be tough for anybody to know. The first time Santa visited a mall or department store was in uh, 1948. Close. Close. So you're saying that's a uh, BS. You are correct. You are correct. I'm a winner. A Massachusetts business owner named James Edgar is credited for coming up with the idea back in 1890. Believe it or not. Uh, Santa was a bachelor until the mid 1800s. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he got another one. Yes. Mrs. Claus was first mentioned in a short story in 1849. Uh, but she became well-known after she was included in a popular poem published in 1889. All right, uh, question three. People have been writing about Santa's reindeer since the early 1700s. False. Again! Yeah, no, they were introduced in uh, Clement Moore's 1822 poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, which is more commonly called Twas the Night Before Christmas, and Rudolph wasn't in- introduced until uh, 1939. You know, Susie, do you know why Rudolph's nose is so red? Why is that? Friction. Kids <laughs> learn about that in the school. Leading the sleigh, all that. It's fresh physics. Air. It's yeah. simple f- physics. Exactly. I thought it was a cold. All right, here we go. Number four. Because of the different time zones, Santa actually has 31 hours to deliver all of his presents. Actually, I have more, but you're, you're right. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, again. All right, finally, to go four for four, Canada gave Santa his own zip code. Yes. Ho, ho, ho. Wow! Yes! And you even knew it! Yes, since 1982, it's been H0, 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 so it spells ho, ho, ho. That's why we bring him in. We have not had a five for five in a long time. Leave it to Santa Claus, of course, people. Santa, thanks so much, and good luck. Thanks, Leonard. May I give a quick blessing to everybody listening? Please do. May each of you have a lifetime that's filled with happiness, peace, good health, and prosperity, and most of all, love, which is the greatest gift. Thank you so much. And as I finish out my show every day, be kind. Thanks, Santa. Thank you, Leonard. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm not in the mood to cook tonight, so let's order out on our foodie roundup, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Here's this week's Foodie Roundup. Some of the stories we've done, some you haven't heard. Uh, Old Bay seasoning goldfish crackers are now a thing. Are they just combining things? When are we going to get the pumpkin-spiced Oreo-flavored Old Bay seasoning goldfish crackers? Because that's a thing. New study says eating only during daylight hours could add years to your life. I'm on it, said every Alaskan in the summertime. Yeah, the theory is if you eat like when the sun comes up and then you don't eat after the sun goes down, you're going to do some mini fasting. And I, I always, I eat dinner, I never eat anything after dinner. Maybe a small bowl of popcorn, that's it. But never snacking. That'll kill you. I agree with that one. Elsewhere, a guy did not add milk to his cereal and punctured his lung. 
He accidentally inhaled one of the pieces. And I know what you're, th- you're thinking, the same thing I am. Damn, gotta be Cap'n Crunch, right? What else would puncture a lung better than Cap'n Crunch? It's like eating sugar-coated chunks of coral, for Christ's sake. No, it was a, uh, a different cereal called Honey Stars. They look like honeycombs. They're honeycomb ripoffs. But he got it. He's okay now. Hey, ladies, do you like cup of noodles? Now you can wear them because couple uh, cup noodle makeup is a thing. Instant ramen, the people that make it are making... Uh-huh. Limited edition... Um, it was inspired by the warm tones of ramen noodle soup. You have to smell like ramen as well. You just add a touch of water and uh, the makeup's good. Number one way we get kids to eat vegetables is by bribing them with junk food. Number one, that's on the list. Uh, ice cream, chocolate, other sweets, pudding, or extra video game time, which isn't a food. I don't know, but okay. How much weight would you have to gain before you quit drinking? The average beer is about 150 calories, same as a soda, really. But who's counting? 53% of Americans think calories from alcohol are different. Okay. The average American is willing to gain 13 pounds to keep drinking, 12 for women. No. It's National uh, Eat What You Want Day the other day, and we talked about the trashiest foods we love. Gas station hot dogs. Ramen noodles, American cheese slices, boxed mac and cheese, Pop-Tarts, extra props if you don't even bother toasting them, Marie Callender frozen pot pies, Pillsbury cinnamon rolls, lots of cheap meats, got mentions including bologna, Slim Jims, and Spam, bagel bites, pizza rolls, number 10, anything from the Taco Bell menu, counts, it all counts, but you know it's going to come back to haunt you, right? It will come back to haunt you, especially if the box says Papa John's. Or if it still has its head and its tail and its collar. And the collar says Mr. Whiskers. Or if you have to take, before you take a bite, they make you sign a waiver. That food is going to come back and haunt you. (laughs) The ketchup bottle refuses to dispense strictly out of pride. Uh, It will come back to haunt you if you can't say for sure, but you think you just saw it twitch. That is going to come back to haunt you. It's sushi, and you're a prominent critic of Vladimir Putin. Or after you let your dog take a bite, he immediately licks his butt to get the taste out of his mouth. Whatever it was you just ate, probably going to come back and haunt you. I mean, I'm no expert. (laughs) Finally, 7-Eleven is giving away a custom Mustang. It's got a pizza slice cup holder. It better come with an extra wide seat. That's your foodie roundup. So we always get these weird surveys in and they're about relationships or, you know, uh, husbands, wives, sex, whatever. And I'm not an expert on this. Uh, I never pretend to be. But it's nice to have a partner that uh, usually knows more about life than I do, at least the, you know, the better half. And that would be my lovely wife, Maria, on the phone in her car with us right now. Hi, baby. Yep, that would be the better half. (laughs) Okay. You know, don't let that go to your head. Uh, 
Here we go. Uh, I'm not sure I believe this stat, but if it's true, women over 40, you're over 40, right? No. Okay. Uh, correct answer, by the way. Uh, apparently, women over 40 are as bad as teenagers right now. A new poll of women between 40 and 60 found they spend 24% of their waking hours thinking about sex. Uh, okay. Well, I'm not over 40, so that doesn't apply to me. No, not yet. So, but, but people under 40 usually do. So I don't know how much time you spend thinking about sex, but um, apparently a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the you poll. Can, well, you can go, you can go with that if you want. Sure. In my head, that's what I'm going with. Uh, in every man's head. Well, of course, of course. I think they're just, yeah. Uh, the poll also asked women to name the most sexually satisfying decade of their lives. Half of the women in their fifties said it was when they were in their thirties. I would agree with that. Why would you say that? What am I doing wrong now? Well, no, no, <laughs> I was with you at 30. So technically, I mean, you should take that as a compliment. Well, what I'm hearing is the last 20 years or the last few years since the 30s haven't been all that great that they were better. Uh, what was I doing better then that I'm not doing now? Uh, is it that one thing with the thing that I used to do with uh, the thing? Uh, oh, oh, Current that's wife what says, you're saying. So let me get this right. My lovely wife of 30 years says sex was better several years ago. No. Okay. Uh, correct answer, by the way. <laughs> From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Shower Thoughts with Glitter. So we got orange juice and apple juice, cranberry juice, yet still no banana juice. Radio 95.9, always a fun segment of the show uh, when we do our idiot of the day. And it's always fun to bring somebody in to help out. And I bring in my partner in crime with comedy and my former radio partner and best uh, BFF. That would be Mr. Jerry (laughs) Evans on the phone with us. Hey, how's it going? Oh, good. How's it going, Glenn? I'm doing outstanding. Doing outstanding here. All right. Now, I've got a couple of idiots of the day here. You ready to do this? I totally am. All right. Here we go. Hold on. It's time for the Crapper Idiot of the Day. Okay, Idiot of the Day time. Always fun. We start with this one. Uh, I blame this guy's parents too, but you'll figure out why. It's a cop in Sussex, England, fired Monday after somebody found out he'd been moonlighting as a male prostitute through a website called adultwork.com. Um, here's the thing. It's not clear if he ever, you know, visited clients while he was on duty or anything, but obviously that's a, n- a no, no. But I think the best part is his name is Dick Holder. <laughs> okay. Now, is that his real name or is like his stage name? No, it's his real name. Actually, Richard Holder, uh, or at least that's what he should go by. But no, um, his username was Sweet Sensations. Wait a second, you gotta make Dick Holder. Right? You're Dick Holder. How how do you not use that as your moniker on the mail? Wow. All right. Okay. All right. So there you go. So there's your first one. Um, Here is your next one. And this one is a burglar, bad guy. Not. It's not really the heist of the century. Uh, guy, Columbia, South Carolina, family at home early, found a burglar and kicked in their back door. But as they searched around and figured out what was stolen, they figured uh, the only thing the burglar took 
was two chicken nuggets from the fridge. Uh, cops value the missing nuggets at a whopping one dollar. It cost to fix the door about a hundred, but uh, they don't have any leads. But he he broke in and he stole two chicken nuggets. Mm. All right, there's okay. something more there. I, I put it this way: you know what I would do? I would buy a new toothbrush. I would start there. Because <laughs> yeah, right. there, I'm I'm sorry, he did something else. There's something else missing than two nuggets. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> So there okay. you have it. Uh, you've got the guy that you've got the uh, Dick Holder, the male prostitute, or you have uh, the guy that busted into a house for two McNuggets. Well, I, that's a tough one because actually there's a third idiot. The, it, the third idiot is the owner of the house of the second story because, I mean, you're thinking around for everything that potentially could be missing. I would, if there were two nuggets missing out of my fridge, I wouldn't even notice it. Right. How did they know too much? Wait a minute. There was five when I left that. Right. Wow. Yeah. Or maybe it was someone else in the house that ate his nuggets. that knew he'd be bad and fake the uh, crunch. Oh, so somebody else ate the McNuggets or he stole something else. Somebody else ate the McNuggets. There are two separate things and he just didn't say anything. Yeah, there's a lot. This there's a Lots, lot going on. Lot going there. on so, yeah, there. I'm going to go with the idiot the first one, anyways, because if you got a if you got a name that is Dick Holder, and you're a male prostitute, you got to use that. That is correct. That's the logic I was looking for, Evans. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. We were talking about cats the other day, and about. People are saying, or experts are saying that people with cats are more attractive. And there could be something in the cat poop that makes you more attractive. I know. What? I don't know what that means. But that's what they were saying. It just seems weird. Cat owners are more... I mean... All right. Taylor Swift. I get it. But crazy cat lady down the street. Uh, attractive isn't the word that comes to mind. I'll be straight up. I don't know. Are you, out, are you looking? Cause maybe they're hot. Maybe... Uh, I tell you what. Guys, if you're if they're that hot, you you better your pickup line game better be strong. You do have a pickup line for a cat owner, right? Well, you should. Here, let me help you out. Hold on a second. Hey, what do you say we put the we put the laid in cat lady? You leave me more breathless than my allergy to dander. This video of my cat playing the piano isn't the only thing I have that's really long. (laughs) Uh, Let's make like the number of days it's been since I emptied the litter box in 69. Yeah, well, a mouse on a string ain't the only thing I like to dangle. I don't know. Are you a cat lady? Are any of these working for you? No? You're so hot, you make me yow. See what he did there, right? Your ass is like my cat hacking up a hairball. It just won't quit, girl. All right, here's your uh, finally good uh, cat owner pickup line. Hello, my name is Taylor Swift. Let's get right down to your nerd news. Taking a look at science. National Space Day. 
So I guess it starts with Space News. A company called Rocket Lab caught a falling rocket booster with a helicopter this week. What? Also, the first space hotel, uh, they say, yeah, in operation by 225. And structures on Mars could potentially be built using bricks made out of astronaut pee. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of pee. (laughs) I'm just saying. Talk about your brick and mortar. Uh, In alien news, NASA wants to get their attention by beaming out a a drawing of a man and woman naked. All right. But a new study in China found that if anyone's out there, it might be another 400,000 years before they contact us. We'll wait. So we're going to send them alien porn? Is that what we're doing? Is it going to be like an animated thing of a man and a woman doing it? Or is it just going to look like a, a, a Kama Sutra card? I don't know. In green energy news, the whole state of California ran almost entirely on renewable energy for about two minutes last weekend. 99.87% of the power being used came from wind and solar, which is a new record in the U.S. Two minutes. Two minutes. Hey, baby steps. In health news, genetic researchers think they finally found the specific mutation behind lupus which could lead to better treatments. A team at the University of Illinois think they basically doing a factory reset of your brain could cure alcoholics and people with anxiety. Sign me up, said every single person in America. Be down with that. Factory reset. You know, mushrooms kind of do that too. Just saying. Finally, in insect news, a study found bees can learn the difference between even and odd numbers. It's the first time an animal other than humans has shown that ability. I know some humans that don't have that ability, so way to go, bees. And that is your nerd news. As we get into the days of 24 hours of daylight, it's like, Trying to convince ourselves and our kids it's time for bed is impossible. But almost more impossible is the next morning trying to get up after not getting to sleep because it's daylight. Now, we talked about the last week about snooze alarms. And really, did you know you'd think the number one day for a snooze alarm use would be Monday? No, they say it's Wednesday and it's not even close. About 70% of people hit the snooze bar more than once. I am in a rare area of... 10% of people that not only never hits the snooze bar, I don't even use an alarm anymore. I just wake up about the same time within a half an hour every day. Sadly, that includes weekends. And as you know, I get up very early. So I think after 40 years of getting up at friggin', you know, 4 or 5 a.m., my body's going, yeah, you're not sleeping in. No, that's not going to happen. I can't do it. And then the rest of us, what do we do? We, we, we sit in, in bed and we tell ourselves lies every morning to get out of bed. Do we not? You know. You know exactly what I'm talking about. The little things you tell yourself in your head to try to motivate yourself. So now the X-Rock Morning Show is proud to bring you Lies We Tell Ourselves to Get Out of Bed. Today will be completely different than every other day of my life. Uh-huh. If I don't go to work today, 
everyone will totally notice. They don't care. If I make my wife breakfast in bed, she might give me a quickie. That's not gonna happen. Watching the sunrise will inspire me to quit smoking meth. Uh-huh. If I leave the house early, I can hit the gym before work. You're not going to the gym. I better get out of this hotel room before the woman I paid for sex wakes up and falls in love with me. All right, you should get up, but she's not going to fall in love. Oh, the kids will be so excited if I walk them to school. Uh-huh. And one more lie we tell ourselves in the morning to get out of bed. If I can just get out of bed, the room will stop spinning. Nope, not going to happen. From the farthest North Rock station in the world... It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Well, another great week in the cabin, another podcast under our belt. Join us next week. Lovely Maria will be back this time talking favorite sex positions. I'm not kidding you. Uh, Also, we've got lies we tell ourselves to get out of bed. My tips for a safe password. Dr. D and cool things in the weed vending machine. Next week on the podcast, live from Crapper Creek. We'll see you then. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner. Produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glendertainment production.